Welcome. This is Beyond the Craft. I'm Steven. I'm John. And uh, today we're going to be discussing Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Robert Rodriguez's epic. Uh, before we get into that... Masterpiece. His masterpiece. Before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on right now. And the, this, this basically shutdown of the world and this plague. So we're trying Fuck to... Fuck you, coronavirus. Yeah, we're just trying to bring you a couple more episodes of entertainment. We're also abiding by the social distancing policy, and everyone should. Uh, let's try to kill this, uh, you know, as quick as possible, so we can get back to you know doing what we do. Get back to normal. Let's try to get back to normal. Try to be smart. Don't just you know, whatever. You know, we we were. You know, we we put it on hold. We posted an old episode last week, but this week we were decided we we're going to do a few mini episodes, uh, just so we could have you know we could put out something for you guys to do whenever you're self quarantining and you know everything like that while you're at home. Yeah, and, so uh, that way you can be like, man, I'm fucking bored. Yeah, let's 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 listen to let's some, listen to some beyond the hate. Let's listen to some. Beyond the Craft episodes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is Beyond the Hate. Beyond the Craft is just kind of like mini versions of Beyond the Hate. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like smaller a... smaller uh, episode. It's an appetizer, you know? Yeah, so we're going to give you a few a- <laughs> uh, appetizers for, for this holdover time and hope everybody's being safe and washing their hands and, you know, all that good stuff that you need to be doing. Now, the episode... Once Upon a Time in Mexico, directed by Robert Rodriguez. This was his first big-budget film. Yeah. He got $29 million to make this movie. This was the most money he was ever given to make a movie. <laughs> Is that because... Uh, has he... Well, uh... Let's see. Planet Terror was more than this, right? Or was... Was, that, was Planet Terror like a bigger budget... Than this? No, no, I don't think so. Because because no. Robert Rodriguez, he's kind of notorious for being very uh, very frugal, being very cheap about how he makes movies. Well, that's that's the reason people like him so much because he can make really good movies and it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't really cost this much. movie to me visually and the cast that he got. Uh, if you were to ask me how much money. This movie cost, I would have said $65 million. Easy. Right. Because Johnny Depp's in this movie for one. Right. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Salma Hayek. Yeah. Uh, Enrique Iglesias is in this movie. Uh, yeah, Willem Dafoe. Mickey Willem Dafoe. Milky Rourke's in this movie. Um, Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin. <laughs> that, that costs... But probably nothing. He probably just did it as a Danny favorite. Trejo. Danny Trejo is in this movie. That's that's fifty grand right there for Jin, J, Danny Trejo. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> and, I mean. Um. The, the hundred. You know the the okay the El Mar. This is part of the El Mariachi trilogy, and it's his um. It's his good and bad and the ugly. The man with no name series. Right, yeah. Tarantino's the one that told him he had to do this. 
you have to make the end to your 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 trilogy. Right. You know. Because before then it was just El Mariachi and Desperado. Yeah, he said you have to make your good, the bad, and the ugly. You have to. Yeah. Because everyone always remembers that movie, but that was the third part. That was the final act of a trilogy. It's just everyone remembers that one. But it was, you know, part of a trilogy. You know, you got, uh, you know, a, a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more, and then the good, the bad, and the ugly. And this is, you know, El Mariachi, and which Antonio Banderas wasn't in that. Um, and then you had El Mariachi, then you had Desperado, and then you have Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Uh, Johnny Depp filmed all of his scenes in eight days. Damn, that seems pretty fast. But he didn't want to leave, so he did his Brando impression as the priest in the church. So whenever, you know, it wasn't actually a scripted thing. It was just Antonio Banderas, when he goes in the church to talk to the, the, the priest, it's Johnny Depp on the other side of it, and he's doing his Marlon Brando impression <laughs> as the priest. Oh, wow, okay. So, uh, That's crazy. I, I never noticed that. Okay. Yeah, he also improvised lines where he was originally meant to swear. He just came up with different dialogue. He also wrote his own theme music, which is track nine. If you guys get the soundtrack, track nine, Johnny Depp wrote. Uh, (laughs) That's interesting. Uh, His role was actually written for George Clooney, Johnny Depp's role. But when Depp was cast, he changed... He changed it all. Which, uh... Which you could imagine, because... Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like, uh... You know, when you think of, like, Clooney and and something like this, you you kind of immediately think of, like, From Dust Till Dawn. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you think of him in that sort of role. You're thinking, oh, Robert Rodriguez and, you know, George Clooney, so you're thinking, oh, From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, but, but I think the movie's better with Depp. And I like George Clooney, but I don't think George could have... Because... My thing about this movie is Depp ends up almost being the main character. Like, he has the most interesting storyline in this entire movie. Yeah. Because... Besides uh, the mariachi. Well, no, even more than the mariachi, because the mariachi storyline is just revenge. You know, um... Johnny Depp's character storyline is way more in-depth than that. Yeah. I mean, he gets betrayed, he gets his eyes taken out, you know, he still, you know, gets revenge. Yeah. He he had all kinds of stuff going on. But then even, like, the thing where, like, he... <laughs> when he started talking to the, the one guy, and he was like, he's like, everywhere I go in this country, I order Puerco Pabil. And he was like, this is, this is the best it's ever tasted. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to, after we get done here, I'm going to go back and shoot the cook. And you're kind of like... Well, uh, and El Mariachi's like, do you want me to shoot the cook? No, I'll shoot the cook. I need... <laughs> yeah, I need you to... Yeah. <laughs> and he does exactly that. He walks back into the kitchen and just... Duh, 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 <laughs> just shoots the cook. Yeah. Just shoots the chef. It's like, like you've got to try it. And then uh, El tries it and he like spits it out. And he was like, I guess he doesn't think the same thing. 
And then L leaves, and then he, like, puts on his gloves and just walks back in the kitchen and then just shoots the shit out of Right, yeah. <laughs> Pop, pop, yeah. That's, yeah. And, and it's, uh... It's, it's one of the things about Johnny Depp is that he's got... He's got the ability to, to make that character really come to life. And that's what you need. Not to say that Clooney can't do that, because he's done that with plenty of characters, right? Yeah. But it's like... Some roles, it's like some people bring out something different in it that, like the original cast idea, might not have had, and it, it's better. It's a better movie for it right. because the casting worked out better in the end. There's a lot of times where they cast a movie and you're like, ah, "This guy really didn't need to be in this movie, or, or she didn't need to be in this movie because there's nothing for this, you know, for this great person to do." Yeah, there's nothing for them to do, and right? So, you know. And then other times it's like, is this going to work? Like everybody doubted Heath Ledger. Like everybody did. If you think, hey, Heath Ledger can't... If you think Heath Ledger could play Joker, nobody thought that. When we heard it, I remember when I heard it, I was like, wait, Heath Ledger is Joker? I'm like, "Ah, I mean, like he's a good actor, but like Joker, that's... Uh, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't care who you are. No one thought that Heath Ledger could Yeah, play. nobody thought that Heath was going to do it. And then you, you watch it and you're like, oh, fuck, he, he, he's changed the Joker forever. Because now we look at like Jared Leto's Joker and we're like, that's garbage. Get that off my screen. Yeah. That's terrible. If you're going to do something, you either have to go in a totally different way like Joaquin did for his movie, for you know Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker, or... You've got to like try and channel like Jack Nicholson, or you know you got to do something. You got to go back to like the Caesar Romero Joker or something like that. You know you got to either go old school or you got to do like your own path. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, Johnny Depp's the next person that uh, seems like he's probably going to play Joker next. Well, that's very uh, likely. And Amber Heard is probably about to get fired from everything that she's working on because there's proof even from her own makeup people that was like yeah there were no bruises on her and now there's a lot of proof that she was actually physically abusing him and he was just leaving and not engaging in it and stuff so she's probably about to get sued for 50 million dollars by johnny depp and he's probably gonna win and then she's gonna get fired from aquaman yeah, I think I they mean, said that she already was fired from Aquaman. Yeah, they're pretty it? much sure, but they they don't want to publicly announce it until the court case because there's just heavy evidence against her, and there never was any evidence against Johnny Depp. Mm. It was just he was a man in a domestic abuse case, and he just got crucified by people just because his name was mentioned. Yeah, because and that's the, just not fair. Is that yeah? There's you know that's the thing in the media is like well. You know, if it's a if it's a man having to deal with something that's like domestic abuse, it's like, nah, he totally did it to her. You know, like yeah. they now, automatically. I would understand if it was you know another case of Kevin Hart because he's, you know, physically abused his wife, and that's in record. So for all you Kevin Hart fans, he does like to beat his wife every now and then and cheat on her. Yeah. Um. So. You know, when you go buy those Kevin Hart tickets, just remember he, ha- he, you know, he he doesn't have any consequences though. He just does some sappy actor actor's apology on um, oh, uh, you know, uh, fucking was it Twitter or something? Twitter or something, Instagram or something. Yeah, like that. yeah one of those. Like, oh, I feel sorry. Ah, oh, well, it's like okay, Kevin. Yeah, you know, you're you 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 made mistakes. You fucked up. We still love you. It's like. 
It's like <laughs> that's a whole other discussion. But it, to me, it's like I just thought it was shallow and hollow. I, I I don't think he meant any of it. I just think he knew his career was about to take a you know beating, and so he did that. Yeah, but it's, that's I think one of the things that's really crazy about you know like actors in Hollywood because like you never heard anything bad about Johnny Depp. I mean this this movie's two thousand three, right? It comes out, and, you know, Johnny Depp is, like, you know, still one of the biggest actors in Hollywood. And then you fast forward, and he meets Amber Heard, and then all of a sudden people are like, oh, well, you know, Johnny Depp, he's a monster, though. And it's like, he spent 20 years, you know, building himself up as, like, to be a good human being and being a nice guy and everything. And then everybody automatically is like, oh, yeah, but he, like, abuses Amber Heard, though. And it's like, and nobody really, and they just took her word for it. And didn't really like they well, didn't really. She might actually go to prison for three years because the first case was based off of her testimony, which is a lie, which is a federal offense. Yeah, yeah, you can't lie in court like so that. So she can face up to three years in prison because that's also. perjury. Yeah, it's perjury. Yeah, yeah she's she perjured perjury. herself. She's facing perjury charges. So if Johnny... and defamation of character for Johnny. Yeah, that's what the fifty million dollars is for. But even if. He doesn't win the $50 million if she's still found guilty of perjury. She's going to jail. Yeah. For a year to three years. So. Yeah. And, that's uh, why you don't lie. Right. That's yeah. why you don't lie on people that are, you know, you know, not bad people. They just chose the bad, you know, they just told, they just chose the wrong people to be around. Yeah. That's true. Well, uh, so the well, th- this is uh, Steve kind of did a little bit of a grab bag of beers here. Uh, yeah, I mean, as... I just bought some beers because this was beyond the craft. So yeah. we usually don't review them on here, but you can review that one. No, I just figured I would talk about it because it's interesting. Okay. Uh, but this is uh, this is Cider Boys. Cider Boys. Cider Boys. We boys. Uh, this is the Banana Bliss. So you know, it's the it's the regular apple cider that you're expecting. With a uh, refreshing a banana and strawberry uh, twist. Pay us them dollar dollars. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, but it's very good. What would you rate it on our um, rating scales? I'm I'm very close to making it a three. Really? On take our one scale. More, take one more good sip. Let's see. Yeah, that was a that was a big gulp. So he he wasn't like let me let me let me force this one down. He was like oh, yeah just. Because the way our scale works is like a three out of three means I love this and I would buy this again. I I would definitely buy this again. Okay. okay I would okay. give this a three because this shit is this is delicious because it's got the the crisp apple taste to it, but then you can still taste the strawberry and the banana. I don't know how the fuck they were able to get all three of them to be good on their own, and you can taste every bit of it. Because sometimes when you do too many fruits in a drink like this, it's it just becomes this weird like blended together just amalgamation bullshit, and you're like, I don't know what the what the flavors are fucking everywhere. I have the answer. I know how they did this. They're wizards. Yeah, <laughs> fucking wizards. Fucking wizards. <laughs> it's fucking wizards, man. They're making these making these fucking beers, and they're just they're fucking great. Uh, so this Oops. is a naturally gluten-free uh, Cider Boys Cider Company 
from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So, Wisconsin. Um, been to Wisconsin before. Um, shitty people, great cheese. Uh, <laughs> I remember, I forget which comedian it was, and it was like, How's your cheese up there? And it's like, it tastes like fucking cheese. What it's are you talking about? <laughs> it's just cheese, man. Now, we'll say, for anybody who happens to be listening, if you are if you live in Wisconsin, sorry. Uh, sorry. To, sorry you only have the Packers and whatever the fuck the name of your college football team is. Wisconsin. It's the Badgers. Losers? In Wisconsin oh. Losers. Oh. Because they lose. Right. Well, would you rather be the like the Wisconsin Badger or the the Minnesota Golden Gopher? Mm. Would you rather be a Badger or a Gopher? Honestly, a Gopher. Really? <laughs> I just think it's so, cool. It's actually unique. Yeah. Badgers are just like whatever. They're they're a little unique, but it's just not impressed by a Badger. Yeah. And there are no Badgers in Wisconsin. Is it well? Then why is their mascot a Badger? They just thought it was cool, I guess. Because like, there's also no golden gophers in Minnesota. Well, not golden gophers, but wouldn't they have regular ass gophers? Would they? I don't know. Can I don't think gophers can live in Minnesota. Can they not? Is it too cold? I'm pretty sure it is. Because they're tortoises. <laughs> As we found out recently today. <laughs> right. Tortoises live on land. Gophers are land turtles. So... They're tortoises, I guess. <laughs> Golden ones? Golden? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, mascots are, are a tri- tricky subject, right? Which there's also no elephants in Alabama, so you really can't say too much. Yeah, that's true. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> but there are tides in Alabama, so. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, Crimson Tide, the movie, took place on the USS Alabama. So it all comes back it around? It all comes back around, baby. It works. We're, <laughs> we're the tide, not the elephants. We just say roll tide. Yeah. And we have Big Al. Yeah. He kicks ass. That's true. Yeah. So. I feel uh, like we could have just had an entire discussion about mascots, but let's move on. Right, yeah. It's like, so Stanford, the, the cardinal, it's a fucking tree? What the it's fuck? It's a tree? What's going on? What the fuck that? is it? What the fuck is it? It's a tree with eyes. That's okay. This is not the college mascot. It's not the podcast. college mascot pod, podcast. But if it was, ladies and gentlemen, special guest Don Rickles. Right. I don't. I don't know. Is he dead now? I don't know. I thought of that, but I just thought it'd be hilarious just to hear Don Rickles talk about college mascots. Right. Yeah. In my head, it was just playing like it's Don a, Rickles would be hilarious. It's a fucking tree. It's a fucking eyes. <laughs> Have like uh, Lewis Black and Don Rickles just talking about yeah. college football mascots for like right. three hours. I would have listened to that. Yeah. FYI. Yeah. In Maryland, they're called the Terrapins, and it's a fucking turtle. <laughs> Why aren't they called the tortoises? Right. <laughs> but then you got to think: Are they on land or are they in water? I don't know. It's Should Maryland. Should they be tortoises? Should they be the Maryland what tortoises? What is a terrapin? <laughs> what the fuck is a terrapin? Do we have to look up? Are they fucking sky turtles? <laughs> They're sky turtles. That's the one that's holding the earth up, you know. Because the earth is flat, right? And so the thing that holds us up is a giant turtle that floats in space. Remember, you've seen, you've yeah, seen the yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We the all know this is... space is like, it's all lies. They want us to think the earth is round because it's really a turtle. 
It's really a turtle holding up a giant fucking plate with humanity on it. You know what? If it was, I'd be like, fucking hey. That actually is the best. That's the only thing that makes any goddamn sense. <laughs> right. You know what? That's 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 better than Scientology. I'm just going to yeah. put it out there. Turtleology. Tortoiseology. I don't know. Tortoiseology. Space considered water? Give us a shoot us an email if you know what the fuck a space turtle should be considered. Or should it be space tortoise? What is space? If Earth is being carried by. By a turtle, would it be a tortoise or, or a turtle? Let us know. Right, I'd be on because it's carrying land and water. So what is it? What is it? Or is that what a turpin is? <laughs> is that what a turpin is? That's the thing holding up the earth. What the fuck? Oh! <sighs> if weed isn't legal in Maryland, it's about to be because yeah. they're like, man, we got to get high and figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out this whole turtle tortoise thing, man. Let's figure it out together, guys. Yeah. Or let's just call them all turtles and fuck all this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we, we were we were struggling with that earlier, and then we and then you know I looked it up, uh, and we're still struggling. <laughs> we're still struggling with it. So you know we we didn't really learn shit. No. Um, but uh, you know it, it, the hate comments for the or the hate the the one that I'm going to read, um, it, it always amazes me how people. When they watch a movie, instead of watching the movie and just being like, oh, this is cool. This is entertaining. They sit and they just nitpick the fuck out of everything. Like, oh, well, that that really couldn't happen. And, you know, he wouldn't be able to do that. And, you know, that's pretty stupid because in the last scene they were doing this. And then this. It's like continuity errors happen. It's some shit that happens. But to just be like, you're just going to trash the whole movie because you thought it was stupid and had a bunch of things that didn't make sense. It's like, there's a lot of movies out there that make plenty of sense. It's like people just weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. So, this one is from uh, Billy Fish. Uh, and this is uh, the 2nd of August, 2005. Because uh, this movie's old. Good it's, day. That yeah. Good day. Yeah. Actually, that wasn't. Uh, that was only a few weeks away from my birthday. So... Um, uh, it, the tagline for it says an unmitigated piece of murder. <laughs> murder. Murder. Uh, and it has like the little, you know, the little, uh, the stars, you know, to, to blink it out because apparently you can't use the word murder with an A at the end on I'm pretty IMDb. sure they could because that's not a real word. Murder. But they put the little stars there to indicate that saying a bad word uh so <laughs> but it is so on the comment it says this is the biggest piece of garbage i've ever uh, it says i've seen in a very long time idiotic nonsensical inconsistent plot horrible dialogue terrible acting scenes that are comical when they're obviously supposed to be serious and vice versa where do something like 50 motorcycles appear out of nowhere in a crowded but otherwise peaceful plaza? How does Antonio Banderas jump backwards from a 25-foot church loft and land softly on his feet facing the opposite way? Why do supposedly dangerous criminals stand motionless with weapons idly in hand while Banderas beats them silly in slow motion? Why would a retired FBI agent suddenly activate himself then walk around the street muttering to himself as if he were wearing a wire. 
If you have any respect at all for the laws of physics, or good acting, or even many mediocre filmmaking, this film will offend you. Well, so that's paragraph one, and then I have a second piece. Okay, but. so the FBI guy, um, his partner was killed by these guys. So when uh, Sands, which is Johnny Depp's character, tells him all this, he uh, reactivates himself. Not legally, of course. He does it off the books to try to revenge his partner that was murdered. Right. So, I mean, that's that's that explanation. It yeah. Didn't take so me that long. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a you know he wants to revenge his partner's death, and he goes on his you know he starts doing his thing again. Yeah, not super hard to understand. Um, you know, the whole thing about jumping off of the church loft and then softly on his feet, but he's facing the opposite way. I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't remember that being backwards or anything when I watched no. it. It's like, did this guy not pay attention to when he I jumped? I think he spins in the air. Oh, I mean, well, so that's all you have to say instead of being like, Oh, well, that doesn't make any sense. That fucking breaks physics. It's like, you can turn in midair. Oh. Okay. That's the thing? Never I didn't mind. realize... I didn't realize we were in a fucking cartoon world and you could just do shit in midair. It's that's like, funny. you can't turn your body in midair if you're falling. Yeah. It's, uh, watch, watch gymnastics. Right. You can do stuff. They do it. Yeah, watch any video with Caitlin Ohashi. Uh, she can turn her body in midair. Yeah. Actually, there's going to be a reboot, and she's going to star the night, and you just brought out... I'm just kidding. I wish, though. That would be pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Salma could still do it, honestly. Like yeah, She could she still, could be, still in... be the the girlfriend of Caitlin Ohashi. Right. <laughs> they, they can have that sex scene like in Desperado. Oh, man. And with how flexible Caitlin is? Damn. That's crazy. Okay, episode over. <laughs> So we just ended with some uh, lesbian <laughs> sex between uh, you know, a great gymnast and Salma Hayek. You know, I don't know how you top that. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Mm. But seriously though, if you want a good laugh and you want to see some amazing shit, just watch Ozzy Man's uh, YouTube videos where he uh, breaks. He does commentary for Caitlin Ohashi's routines. Yeah, shit's hilarious. Ozzy Man's just hilarious. Anyway, yeah. so just check out his stuff. It's a great channel. Um, don't do a dick joke don't do a dick joke don't do a dick joke <laughs> <laughs> trying to make sure that I don't get a stiffy yeah uh, um, recovering stiffaholic I'm recovering stiffaholic yeah um, <laughs> but uh but anyway we can't do the accent so like, no. we're, we're, we're desperately trying here no. um, but uh, how you doing mate no <laughs> I was I was doing that one on purpose right yeah yeah. yeah, Steve was intentionally trying to fuck that up. That wasn't him being seriously Mm-mm. trying to do it, because he can't. I can't, I can't do it anyway, but at least whenever you try to, like, when you're trying to make fun of it, it sounds a little bit better. Right. Then you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to try it for serious. It's like, nah, I feel like that's a little... I mean, I know Australians are, are normally white, but it's still kind of racist. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so the second part of this comment says, uh, I've seen some real stinkers in my time, but with this kind of star power, 
you expect a whole lot better. Mm. I can understand why actor wannabes like Banderas, Mickey Rourke, and Enrique Iglesias are in this pile of dumb. Oh, wait, what? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, an actor the, wannabe... The actor wannabes are... Antonio Banderas, Antonio Banderas Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke, and Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias you can talk shit about, but I will have to say this. He did great in this movie. He did, yeah. He actually surprised me because I was like, Enrique Iglesias, like the singer, dude? And then you see him in the movie, you're like, oh shit, he's he actually... He captivated me when he's like seducing the women when he's doing the music and stuff. Like, I was like entranced in that scene because right. he was fucking killing it, which that's, that's not anything hard for him. That's what he does in real life. Right, yeah. But still, to do it in a movie, just really never having hardly any acting experience, I thought he did fucking awesome. Yeah, considering really all he did was just like the the the, the little bit of acting you do for like music videos. But yeah, that's I damn sure couldn't have done any better. No. And, it's and like, I'm pretty sure a lot of actual actors couldn't have done any better if they were casted as that person. Right. It's like you have to be like really seductive, like really... Like put together, like you, you. Okay, let's let's get you in these scenes, and let's let's have it where all the women in the room want you. You could have like the women do that reaction, just the stage reaction, but sometimes you might not even believe it. Be it like, just well, wouldn't feel genuine. Enrique Iglesias does it, and how slow he does it, and just how like paced out he does it and stuff. It's like you know, like this is just something real to him, right? And. It looked great. I mean, his character was great, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, and it's like the, to say that like that Antonio Banderas doesn't do a good job. It's like if you're gonna talk about Antonio Banderas's acting, it's like what the fuck have you done? And Mickey Rourke. And Mickey Rourke. Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke's an awesome. Actor. Yeah, he's been nominated. I think he won an award for The Wrestler. Um, Did he win an Oscar, or at least was nominated for that? He was he was up for it. I don't know if he. I don't think he won it, but I think he was. But even yeah. being nominated for a movie about a washed up wrestler, about, for about a pro wrestler, yeah. Even if he didn't win it, that's still fucking crazy. I mean, that movie was really. Good. I only watched it once because it's really sad. Um. But. Did Mickey Rourke win an Oscar? That's what I'm looking up on that. Okay, so um, for the Academy Awards, he was a nominee for Best Performance in a Leading Role. And then uh, for Supporting Role, Marissa Tomei was nominated. They were nominated for the Academy Awards, but they didn't win it. But Mickey Rourke did win uh, the Golden Globe for Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture that's a Drama. There you go. So I mean, he, won he won a Golden, a Golden Globes Globe. for that role. Uh, he also won a BAFTA award for Best Leading Actor for The Wrestler. And Marissa Tomei was a, a nominee. She was up for it. Um, uh, he, uh, They won... Uh, the movie itself won an AFI award for Movie of the Year. Yeah. So if you're going to talk shit about Mickey Rourke, it's like that dude... If you haven't ever seen the movie The Wrestler, you don't have to know anything about professional wrestling. It's so, not about wrestling. And not really. I mean, it has wrestling it's stuff not, in it. It's about the struggle, uh, struggle of wrestlers. Yeah, it's, it's about him about wrestling. dealing with like his daughter and all that kind of stuff. And he he can't really get out of that life because it's like really the only life that he knows. It's all he knows. Yeah. and So he can't retire. So whenever you're like, ah, oh, fuck, why doesn't this wrestler retire? It's like Watch he can't. Watch The Wrestler. 
And you'll know why a lot of those people can't retire. Yeah. Because they have no retirement plans. They have none of that. They got to keep, they got to stay in the ring or they don't make money. Yeah. You know, it's like not everybody can be like, you know, The Rock or like John Cena where they can go off and do make movies, movies and, and have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, a lot of those guys are struggling, you know, and they get paid like, you know, from venue to venue. Like they get, it's, you know, it's one of those movies. It's like uh, if you, if you want to see like a really good drama that is very much based around like pro wrestling and stuff like that. I remember when I was watching that, I was like, I feel like this is based a little bit on like Jake the Snake and like some guys like that. Yeah. That, you know, they had the they had the addictions, they had all the issues and just could not get out of that life. They it's just like this vicious circle where you're constantly, you know, your drugs, alcohol. I thought it was then, I thought it was based on a little of the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, I could see also, some of that too, yeah. Um a little bit of his outfit was Ultimate Warrior. I think it's just kind of a collection of all the uh the people that did great things for wrestling but could never like actually really retire because you know things in their life like drugs or steroids or family and you know um, yeah addiction and stuff like that it was all just a combination of it yeah and he brought it all out because he knows what it's like to be at the top and then thrown away and then having to come back again yeah that's why the role was meant for him. Randy the Ram Robinson. Ram Jam. No. Ram Jam. <laughs> uh, but that's no, it's a great... That's from Super Troopers. <laughs> well, no, that was like Ram his Rod. finishing... Ram Rod. Yeah, his finishing move was the Ram Jam, where he had uh, the I just kept drum. thinking of the Ram Rod. No, that's he... what I kept thinking of. Super Troopers on the brain. Uh, but to say that like Mickey Rourke is like a shitty actor in this... And fucking Antonio Banderas... I thought he was one of the best actors in the movie, honestly. Yeah. It's like, so then I'll continue. It says, uh, but what on uh, Sweet Earth are accomplished actors like Willem Dafoe, Johnny Depp, and Ruben Blades doing here? Uh, They must have been sampling the goods of the uh, ominous cartels mentioned repeatedly with no apparent reason. Uh, There is not one shred of artistry in this loser movie. And it doesn't surprise me to read that Tarantino had a hand in it somewhere. Don't waste your time. Tarantino didn't have anything to do with this movie. <laughs> For one. I mean, it's still a good movie, but he didn't have anything. Yeah. Well, was, like you said, that the only involvement was him basically just like telling Rodriguez, hey, you got to finish your story. Yeah, he, he was just like, he got the inspiration. Story, but he didn't actually write, produce, any of that. No. Uh, he was offered the role of uh, QQ. What's the, what's the character's name? QQ. Yeah, I think it's... Oh, uh, shit. I can't, I can't remember now. Shit. Um, you know what I'm talking about? It's like, I think it's C-U-C-Y-Q-Q. Um, anyway, Tarantino turned it down because he had to, you know, make a Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. So that was uh, uh, Danny Trejo's character. Yeah, Danny Trejo's character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Kukui? Is that how you say it? Yeah, Kukui. Kukui? Tarantino was offered that role. And uh, uh, Tarantino turned it down because he was like, yeah, I got to make Kill Bill. I I don't have time. 
to do that character. So then he casted Danny Trejo. So yeah, Danny Trejo is a better choice because Danny Trejo is an actual actor. Right. <laughs> Tarantino is fun to see in movies, but he's not an actor. Yeah, he's it's just more for like the the cameo aspect. Yeah, it's like fucking. Yeah, there's Tarantino. Oh, cool, Tarantino playing a character in this movie. That's awesome. But as much as Trejo was in the movie, I think if Tarantino was in the movie that much, you would notice that he's not really an actor. Right. You know, like, you see Tarantino show up in certain other things of his own movies, you're like, hell yeah, he's great. He is, but if he's in it too long, I think that's why he always kills himself off, is because he's like, if I'm in it too long, then... I'll be exposed as... I'll be exposed. As being a fraud. I'm not an actor. I'm a... Yeah. He's not a fraud. He, he's just a director. <laughs> now, he has some of the best appearances of any director ever. Yeah, now I will say that, movies. like, the, the time is when he is on screen and he is playing a character. Like, um, uh, Jimmy in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. When they, you know, when uh, Jules and, you know... Uh, yeah, they, they're, they go, they're, they're great scenes. Jules and Vincent go to see But him. it's because... You only have, like, so much Quentin Tarantino. My uh, personal favorite is uh, probably uh, Four Rooms. Yeah, Four uh, Rooms is good. With Tim Roth. I think that's probably the best uh, Tarantino you get. Because the, the, the whole scene is just very Tarantino-like anyway. And, um, yeah, it's just really fun. It's a really good scene. Um, but yeah, I mean that's. But I think you know it's like saying that like, oh well, there's like these uh, shit actors like Banderas and Mickey Rourke and Enrique Iglesias. It's like oh, it's just taking a shot against Banderas and Mickey Rourke, and then being like, yeah, but you know they're not as good as like William Defoe and Johnny Depp and Ruben Blades and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and Bar- like, Banderas was just recently nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, like this year, like it was this year, he was he was nominated. Um. So it's like if you're going to talk about his acting, it's like there's you know you're you're talking about a guy who's had some of the great roles in history. You know, I mean, he's his acting chops. I don't think you can dispute. You know, it always amazes me when people want to talk about somebody's acting ability. Yeah, Pain and Glory, this year. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Banderas was nominated for an Oscar this year, 2020. Yeah. So, it's like, uh, so Billy Fish, you back in 2005 probably, you know, you have no clue yeah, back 15 then. 15 years later, this guy's getting nominated for Oscars. Right. And you want to say that he's a wannabe actor. It's like, come on, man. But, uh, but uh, you know, Once Upon a Time in Mexico is a fucking great movie. It's a great movie. And also, I think he was also nominated for Original Sin with Angelina Jolie. Uh, I think you're right about that. I think, yeah. I think that was Best Supporting, not Best Main. But I do believe he was nominated for Original Sin as well. So... That's that's the shitty actor getting nominated like a couple times for Oscars. Right. It doesn't matter if you win them. The it, fact that you're in contention for it, it just goes to show you the quality of their acting. 
Yeah. And this has been Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Robert Rodriguez's masterpiece. Yeah, I would say that it is. Yes. So, this has been Beyond the Craft. (laughs) 